0: True success always involves some innovation and updating. So how are you going to innovate and update your life? I know, I know I, I'm behind the eight ball on that. I, I went two and a half years with an awesome podcast that I really liked, but I never updated the title or the cover photo. But, you know, I mean, true people, I mean, whether you're a family person, an entrepreneur, or a business owner, or somebody that works for somebody, or, or, or your favorite hobby, whatever, you know, innovating and updating things, um, true, true successful people, you know, they don't do it every single day, but they get to a phase where they need to innovate and update something. Something. Right? Right? Here, let me take a sip of coffee here. Like, I know buddies that um, basically live from vacation to vacation. They're constantly going new places or places that they really don't get to very often or as often as they'd like, but they're constantly going there to these new places, and by the time they get done with one vacation, they are going to another, you know, or, or planning, their other one, almost while they're on that other vacation. It's, it's kind of a neat thing. It's a, it, it's a chance for you to let go and think about something other than the mundane life that you're living. It's innovating and updating. You know what I mean? So some people live from vacation to vacation. Some people live from event to event. You know, it doesn't have to be an expensive vacation. Some people just have an event that... They're going to. Like some people like going to rock concerts or country jams or whatever. You know, they live from that to that. Or they know that they're gonna go, they live from hiking trail to hiking trail. You may live in a hiking trail environment where you can hike. And they love that. But to explore and see new things. Or to explore and do new things and update your shit. Welcome to Valonia Farm. Newly branded. Newly branded, ladies and gentlemen. We changed, not we, I guess I, uh, changed the cover photo and the title. I wasn't too nuts about Poultry Homestead Podcast as a title for quite some time. Um... It was just one of those things. I, I mean, it, God bless the poultry homestead podcast. I mean, it's it was my uh, gateway drug to the podcasting world, um, and it was extremely specific, extremely niched title, and the cover photo is absolutely hilarious. That is one of those things that uh, my beautiful wife one day I just. I, I, I was getting my podcast out there, and my beautiful wife one day said, I, I just told her, here, I'm going to pick up a chicken. Will you take a picture? Yep. So I picked up Sylvia, our silver wine dot, and took a picture with the chicken, and literally like, took three seconds, put Poultry Homestead on it in my iPhone uh, photo editing app thing, and uh, boom, that was my cover photo. Absolutely no money, expense or thought put into it whatsoever. Same with the podcast, I just started and just gradually kind of got into to, to podcasting, you know, the way I want, you know. I mean, and, and this is just kind of a throw and go podcast. I mean, we're not, um, I, I don't use notes and I don't necessarily go through a whole series of stuff. Once in a while, I'll get a several episodes, especially in the springtime, because that's where my listenership really spikes, is um, in the chicken world, especially when your podcast is named Poultry Homestead, you know, chickens are just kind of a way of life um, in the United States now, and a lot of people have them. Uh, a lot of information there. And... and what I like to do is, in the spring, um, those of you that are getting and buying chicks and wondering what the fuck am I going to do here, uh, I, I, can, I can definitely walk you through that. Uh, whether it's meat birds or egg layers, very simple, very easy things. We just talk about them, you know, if you're having this problem, if you're having that problem, whatever, you know, we just kind of walk through it. But now this really expands us to, like, the gardening, the firewood buttercup, our cow, we have a milk cow on the farm, and uh, we have a horse on the farm, you know, I have a subcompact tractor I'm using all the time, Um, you know, I'm fencing a lot, you know, and we, we help neighbors, you know, so this podcast, I wanted to be a little bit more general, now that I was niched, now I'm a little bit more general, that doesn't mean that I'm going to quit talking about chickens and stuff, and you'll find that out by the episode title by the time I post this. Because the episode today is about getting a fucking rooster, and holy shit do I have a hell of a story for you. But, by the way, welcome to Bologna Farm, and I appreciate, especially all you new listeners, I noticed when I changed the title and when I changed the cover photo that... A huge spike in listeners came about Um, the cover photo I will explain it to you right now is my wife and my daughter and I uh, at the forefront of Valonia farm the person the CEO the manager the operator the brains behind this entire operation is my beautiful wife Jessica she is amazing and uh, I am so lucky that she loves me because I have no idea why she does. And um, beautiful lady, and she is just amazing. Um, uh, very, very, very smart and uh, really with her, you know, just uh, very bright individual. So um, she, she does, she runs everything around here. And then you have my beautiful daughter who is basically a carbon copy of my wife, uh, especially in the personality department. Both of them really love animals. She is very, my daughter is very driven. She is very focused and uh, just just an amazing kid. And such a good kid. Very, very, very good person. A very wholesome personality and just such a genuine character. Uh, and, And she is there too. Uh, I am the one that does the podcasting, however, and uh, I'm just kind of the person that notices shit, tries to do as much as possible, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the flunky of the operation, but uh, let's just say I, uh, I podcast. <laughs> and, and I, 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 I do my best. Um, but behind us in that photo, on that cover photo, if you zoom in on it, you'll see the chickens. Uh, right before sunset, feeding behind us. It's, uh, it was a, truly a great opportunity to have a family picture, and we finally have one like that. Um, to me, it was just amazing, and I thought, you know what? This is what Valonia Farm is all about. These three people, the, the animals behind us, and just trying to enjoy life, be self-sustainable, and uh, get every last moment out of life that we can, right? And just soak it up and enjoy it as much as possible. So welcome to Valonia Farm. I appreciate you guys, and boy, have I got a fucking story for you. <laughs> so anyway, um, we we uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, one of my buddies. Texts me up. He says, "Hey, you don't want a rooster, do you?" And uh, at the time, a couple weeks ago, it just kind of hit me off 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 center a little bit. I'm like, "No, man, I I don't know anybody needs one. I I don't need one. Whatever. You know, I just kind of swept it under the rug, so to speak." Well, then last week, you know, a a couple days ago, my wife was talking about, you know, there's a new COVID variant coming out and blah, blah, blah. It's in Canada, yada, yada, whatever. Um, You know, maybe we should think about, you know, getting a rooster again Um, because we got rid of our roosters. We want our hens to be beautiful and we got rid of a... fuck ton of roosters and we ate a lot of them and we killed a lot of them and we just we wanted our hens to be beautiful again we didn't want the feathers missing off of their back which is what a rooster does to hens you know because he breeds you know that's what roosters do it's just what they do and so we um we we got rid of them all our hens are beautiful but then we thought you know we're we're gonna start making our own dog food so we're gonna need chicken for that and we're going to, um, we're just gonna want more layers, and it it, it hurts us not at all to have fertile hatching eggs. So one rooster with 21 hands, I think we can make this happen. Um, And truth be told, he was a pretty big rooster. So I go over to that place and I said, well, I'll take a look at him first. And I looked at him and any of you ever go look at chickens and not get them have any of you ever looked at somebody's chickens and not gotten the chickens well let me tell you you probably haven't you you always got them have you ever gone to the feed store and thought about getting chickens and not gotten chickens Fuck no you get more chickens that's what you do it's chicken math we all know that so anyway of course i looked at him for like less than a second and i'm like yeah he's coming home with me so (laughs) Get your freaking banjo out because it was about an hour of me and his oldest boy running around the yard with a rake in our hand, with a fishing net in our hand. First thing he does is gets out of their perimeter fence, next thing you know he runs around the yard, then he hides in the trees, then we're chasing this rooster all over the living shot bitch hell and oh my god and i and i kept apologizing to the guy's wife i'm like hey i'm sorry this is taking so long whatever whatever and then i told him hey you know if you want to shut the door on this i totally get it you know i know you don't want me in your yard chasing all night whatever he's like oh hell no this is awesome meanwhile i'm laughing my ever listing living ass off thinking about banjo music in the background as I'm t- chafing this freaking rooster trying to catch him and embarrassing the living shit out of myself at my buddy's house. Uh, his kids were a great help and his his, his oldest boy, boy, he's got energy. And uh, I said, boy, he's gonna sleep good tonight. And uh, we just ran and, ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. And that rooster was panting, wore out, totally knockout, out, drag out, just not no more energy left by the time I got him. And I got him with the rubber fishing net that my buddy had, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I ended up getting him. Well, that was the beginning of this story. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I you know, I, I got the little dog kettle in the van, and I, and I put the rooster in there and i said hey to my buddy you know whatever and then i felt on my hip because i wear one of those side holsters that the otterbox comes with for your iphone if you know what that is it's 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 just a plastic clip that your otterbox clips into uh and it, and it can double as like a tv stand if you use your phone as a tv or whatever or it just clips on the, b- the side of you i'm wearing it right now that's how i podcast i podcast with a set of earbuds in my phone well, anyway, I felt into my side thing. I'm like, fuck, did I have my phone when I got here? He goes, I don't know. I go, well, I'm not... I'm pretty sure I had it, but I'm not sure. So, anyway, I live like a mile away or half a mile away. So then I go home. Yeah, sure as shit. I lost my phone in the guy's yard. And I literally covered every square foot of this yard. This, this two-acre yard. You know, or acre and a half. Whatever the hell it is. I don't know how big it is. But anyway... I'm like, son of a bitch. I was out in the bean field, I was out in the freaking yard, I was in the freaking rafters, I was in the garage, I was in no, every single corner of the yard chasing this frickin' rooster around, which by the name I named, by the way, I named the rooster Captain Beer Goggles. Um, just so you know, side note. Um, but yeah, so I take my wife's phone over there. I literally step out the van and hit send to call myself because I had my volume on, luckily. Because like 90% of my life, I don't have the volume on, which I really would have been totally fucked. But um, I, I, I had my volume on. And uh, you know the, the, the ring starts to go that I have for my wife. I have a specific ring for my wife, um, so I know to answer it. Uh, instantly and uh, uh, I look over and I'm like good god it's right outside the frickin' van so I go over there and picks her up I was in their yard for like five seconds I mean they were probably eating supper or something you know and I text him back hey I found it right away whatever and uh, yeah so I got my phone back and I thought well I'm gonna put some water in this dog kennel in the barn with the rooster and then when it gets dark I'm going to put this rooster with the hens that are already all in the coop, because every night they always go back, I'm going to put this rooster in with the hens and shut the door. 9 o'clock at night when it's dark, right? So yada da 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 I let my evening get back to its original pace here, and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm shooting my bow, I'm yada yada yada, you know, I go down and take shower, bath, whatever, you know, all that shit. And then it comes nine o'clock. It's dark outside, and I thought, yep, chickens are all going to be in. I'll be able to shut the door. But first, I gotta take Captain Beer goggles and put him in the chicken coop or chicken stall, I guess you'll call it, because I have a stall in the barn that's all caged off for the chickens. Because we we wanted our chick every every animal to be in the same barn because uh, it just makes it easier in the winter. Less heated waterers, less cords running everywhere, and all that stuff. So, I, I, uh, you know, at at nine o'clock at night when a chicken first went on perch, it's always just sitting there cooing, and you can just grab it. You can just grab the bird, 90% of the time. You can just grab it. It doesn't even do anything, you know, because it's kind of put itself to to rest, right? So, I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, you know, grab him and toss him in there and be done with it. That way in the morning he wakes up with all the hands and he'll just go free range with the rest of them. Now, do you suppose that's how that fucking went? God, no. God, no. After the everlasting shit show at my buddy's place, which I was completely responsible for, um... I go to grab the rooster, who is down, cooing in the little mini dog kennel that I put him in. Keep in mind, he was just in there cooing. And I went to, you know how sometimes when you grab a chicken and they're all folded up like that and they're on perch and you just kind of press each hand, you make it as big as you can, and you press each hand on each wing so they can't flop and do all their shit and kick and this and that and the other thing? And I was just gonna press each wing on each side of him and carry him into that goddamn chicken coop, whatever. And uh, no, that is not how it went. I got both hands on each side of him and then he went freaking nuts. And I got a hold of every single everlasting tail feather he had. And I was just going to carry him over there with his tail feathers. And I'm not trying to abuse this rooster. I want everybody to clearly know that. I'm just trying to get him to his new home. Okay? And it sucks. But, I mean, he's a big boy. He can handle it. But he's molting. Okay? The rooster is molting. So when I grabbed every one of his tail feathers, they're not held on by anything. He is in the current process of shedding all his feathers at the end of August. Most of his tail feathers were actually missing. But every feather I had a hold of came out and it was in my hand and he took off out that barn and went straight toward the creek. It's dark. It is completely pitch black fucking dark out right now. I'm not gonna find this rooster. So I'm like, kind of cradling my head in my hands, full of feathers, like, how the fuck am I going to get this rooster right now? So then I thought, you know what? If he was mean, I was just going to make him into dog food anyway. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to let it go overnight. Maybe he's in the crick. maybe he's just holed up in a little little area there. Just taking it easy and resting, going to rest overnight in the dark, in the crick. Whatever and maybe he'll come back in the morning. Well guess what? This morning I went and I kind of kind of went and walked around the property, walked over by the crack this that and the other thing. I did find a few feathers in trail and they were his. Uh, very recognizable. Yeah, I can't find him. I can't find him. All that work, all that work and I was just trying to get a rooster into it, the most simple thing ever integrating a rooster into your flock, which he would have been very happy to have 20 girlfriends or 21 girlfriends, however many frickin' hens I got. He would have been extremely happy, you know? Kinda like those Islamic guys that blow everybody up in the thoughts that they're gonna get 40 virgins. Um, Yeah, he would have been like that happy, you know? And no, no, he's not here. I don't know where the hell he went. A uh, neighbor across the road who has a total shit show of animals, uh, maybe he's over there. I, I did hear the guy have a blowtorch out this morning, I don't know what that's all about, but, uh, well, his fate, I guess, will be determined by himself, and I told my neighbor this morning that, uh, hey, uh, he made a great escape, I hope he doesn't come back, because the neighbor did not want him anymore, and, uh, We'll figure it out, I guess. We'll we'll see, Uh, only time will tell. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I don't know where the fuck he is. So uh, Captain Beer Goggles, you know, uh, had a whole three hours at my place and uh, I really don't know. It's kind of like getting a brand new puppy and then it gets run over by a truck almost. I mean, it's, well, maybe not that bad because it's a rooster and he was gonna be made into soup over at their place anyway. But uh, yeah, so that's adventure and uh you know rooster rooster troubles you know are 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 real and uh mine is a rather unique situation um if i really would have wanted to make it easier on myself though i could have went to their place got him off of perch at dark and then just carried his ass into the kennel and and made it happen Uh, next time i think i'm going to take the whole dog kennel in a locked chicken coop and let his ass go uh, for our next rooster, but I really don't know what I'm going to do. I, I just don't know. Um, we'll see what happens of this, you know, maybe, maybe I, I, you know, I got another two weeks here, maybe I should get some hatching eggs for my buddy and hatch out a brood, you know, I don't need to, you know, a dozen of them or so, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to make soup, so what do you do? But, uh, yeah, yeah, and that, that is our plan. That will be a podcast episode coming up uh, as soon as we figure it out and how we're doing it uh, within the next six months. I would imagine we will be making a podcast as to how to make dog food with your roosters. Um, we'll see what goes. Um, and with the pandemic coming and with uh, the rooster uh, situation and making of our own dog food we thought that would be the perfect recipe to have a rooster in our flock uh, for all these things um, you know what you do sometimes you just innovate and change your mind and that's that's what we did uh, not that I can't get hatching eggs from anyone else though right so well it is what it is uh, but uh, thank you for tuning in to Valonia farm and I appreciate you guys so much Especially you new listeners, uh, you'll find out that, hey, (laughs) this guy makes mistakes, right? And if I can make the mistake before you do and you learn from it, that is why I am doing this. I'm doing this to teach you from my mistakes or teach you what I know. Um, And just to have fun, right? A little inspiration, a little motivation, some life. You know we'll talk about life you know because farming not easy for everybody homesteading is not easy for everybody and uh in a world like this um you know those people that are on the stage and the people that are are um being paid very very big money to talk about homesteading and homeschooling and all these things you know Eventually, somebody does something for money, and I want everybody to be extremely aware that I quit advertising, and I don't do this for money. Uh, You'll look at our Valonia Farm website, you'll say, bullshit, he does it for money. No, we don't. Actually, the the money that we make on Valonia Farm goes completely into food for our animals. We don't really make money. We sustain ourselves, right? We get food. So, yeah, that's 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 where it's at. That's where it's at. So, uh, thank you guys, and God bless you for for tuning in. Um, and I appreciate you. I hope this is a new adventure. I really I really hope this can expand what we are talking about, what we're doing, and and our just our new, just a new fresh start. A clean slate. God bless you, thank you, and uh, as always I sign off by saying the same thing and I'm gonna keep doing it. Anyway, have a good one.